Welcome to Relationship Real Talk, Live the Lives podcast. For over 20 years, we've been dedicated to strengthening marriages and families through relationship education. Our core goals are to reduce the Florida divorce rate by 50% by 2029, to increase the marriage rate, and reduce teen pregnancy and out-of-wedlock births. For more information about us, you can visit us at livethelife.org. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Relationship Real Talk. How's everybody doing? Ashley, how you doing? I'm doing good. That's good. That's good. Today is an interesting topic. Um, Scouring the internet. (laughs) I was looking at this article, and the name of the article is 20 Things to Know Before Dating an Entrepreneur. And what's interesting about the topic, for those who don't know, me and Ashley are kind of busy people (laughs) just a little just just a wee bit outside of work when it comes to outside projects businesses and things of that nature and just going through i found some things to be kind of interesting some things to be kind of completely false and we're just gonna (laughs) (laughs) we're just gonna go through and talk about some of the points from the article so to start off number one already on the wrong foot it says (laughs) do not expect to be number one on their priority list (laughs) <laughs> that shouldn't be the case at all. <laughs> so how, how do you feel about that as a as a businesswoman, entrepreneur, yeah. that statement do not expect to be number one on their priority list? Well, it's actually funny because to play devil's advocate a little bit, if if you're expecting to be number one on someone's priority list, in a sense, I totally understand that. But also mm-hmm. in a sense, there's always going to be things in life that come up that are going to take priority. So if that's, if you're holding on to that as the, st- if that's not the status of your relationship, then there's something wrong. Mm-hmm. I would question, you know, why, why do you feel like they can't have focus on something else? That is true. I think yeah. I kind of took the extreme yeah. version of yeah. it. Because it's just saying or hearing, don't be, you're not going to be number one in their priority list. I know me personally in my relationship, Vakoya is always probably, she's going to be number one, but she also understands that, okay, in order for this to happen and I got this to move forward, I'm going to be busy. Now it is, thank the Lord. It is a good thing (laughs) that she's kind of busy herself (laughs) with pharmacy school, but I don't think priority i feel like if you're in a serious relationship that your person should be priority but they have to understand the balance we just can't be hooked up and laying up under each other all day type of thing yeah and i think that's a good point like the the level of i don't want to say neediness because i don't want to put a negative connotation on neediness Mm -hmm. but having unrealistic expectations. Bingo, that's the one. That's something that I think could get to a place that's maybe unhealthy. So having the realization that like, hopefully if you are in a serious relationship, you know that that person cares about you. Mm-hmm. You know that you are a priority in their life. But like, even as Christians, wives and husbands are not the first priority. Yeah. It's supposed to be God mm-hmm. first. So, I mean, I think that's a healthy-ish perspective to realize like, hey, I'm not... I'm not the first thing that happens in someone else's life. Mm-hmm. And and 
to know that that's not a bad thing. That means that they're driven. That means that they have a good spiritual life. That means that they care about their family. And sometimes those things might take priority and it doesn't mean they love you any less. Exactly. It just means that they have a healthy balance. I mean, the the number one priority, I feel like we call that codependence, but... Um, <laughs> yeah. I, okay, I can see it more so in that, yeah. in that way, the, the codependence factor of it. Because when I just hear priority, it's more so, okay, always in the back of your mind type of thing. Like, so that's how I approach yeah. it. But even just uh, glancing through the article real quick, just to pull something out, it is more so that codependence that, okay, you got to... You got to learn to ease up a little bit type of thing. So Mm -hmm. I guess all in all, it makes sense, but it's definitely important to find that balance. Yeah. So that's good to stress that. Now, the next point they say that I want to bring up is, and I want to see how you feel about this one. (laughs) They will need to have their own space. So is that talking about like the entrepreneur needs Mm -hmm. their own space? I don't know. For me, like sometimes I do like being alone, but... I don't think that's a need I prioritize. And I'm not saying that's a good thing. Sometimes I can be super unhealthy and mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, I just want to be around people. I don't want to distract myself. Yeah. I don't want to go, 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 go. So I don't know if that's like a healthy thing that the person in the relationship needs to push for the other person to have mm-hmm. that rest, that time alone where they can reflect. Cause I definitely am guilty of not taking that time to be like, <laughs> all right, I need to sit. I need to like definitely reflect on what's been happening in my mm-hmm. life. And I need to be mindful and actually process through stuff in my life. So I don't know. I And then just yeah. to open it up a little bit more, it says the entrepreneur has a solid drive to be alone, thinking, creating, and consulting their inner voice and gut instinct as they evaluate their next move. So do you agree with that? I don't know. I love the collaborative process and I love getting feedback. I love, I'm so weird. I love mm-hmm. constructive criticism. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people are like, no, just tell me good things. I'm like, if you tell me good thing, you hate me. <laughs> like, tell me what's wrong with it. Tell me how it can be better. And, and that's literally, I feel like a freak because I, I love people giving me like, you know, that's good, but it could be better. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm, that's difficult. I'm more so in the middle. But you can't have your own space and be rude about your own space. Because I do love the collaborative side of Mm -hmm. it as well. So, like, for me, anytime I'm working on a graphic design or just anything for shirts or things of that nature, Mm -hmm. I want to be alone to get the thoughts out because, you know, Mm -hmm. you can get influence from any type of thing. And it could, well, for me, let me speak for me, it could steer (laughs) the direction of the project completely another direction. So... The initial being alone is just to get the ball rolling. Mm-hmm. But then after, I don't think being rigid on your space, oh, don't come in here. Yeah. Invite, you got to invite the, you know, oh, what are you working on? Because then yeah. your partner is showing interest in what you're doing. You're going to appreciate the fact that they're showing yeah. interest. And who knows? She might just say, oh, it looks good. Now it's that <laughs> dopamine shot that you might have needed. Yeah. Because designing can get stressful. So just Definitely. that small little positive reinforcement Mm -hmm. might go a long way so i definitely see it a little bit Mm -hmm. for sure then we also have (laughs) don't compare and this is a good one don't compare your relationship with other classic couples yeah and i just i I would even take out classic because my relationship is going to be different from your relationship Mm -hmm. which is going to be different from that relationship and comparing like Just like you can't compare yourself to anyone else, like you are uniquely created to be you, 
why would you try and compare your relationship with someone else's like that's something unique a unique person and a unique person make a unique relationship that's not going to be something they can like compare across the board like Mm -hmm. oh we're not like johnny and Susie. like we're not going on a date night every friday like we must (laughs) be terrible no like maybe that doesn't work for you maybe you do spontaneous dates or maybe you do spontaneous whatever and that works for you so i think just the idea of comparison I mean, there's a verse in the Bible, comparison is a thief of joy. And that's just so true because as soon as you start comparing yourself, like, I'm not good enough, our relationship isn't good enough, mm-hmm. compared to what? Like, you exactly. know? And I will say that's, honestly, I feel like that's the main problem in today's society, especially with yeah. social media. Mm, so absolutely. If, just give b- both perspective, fellas, if your girl is a is a go-getter and you want her to have more time and you scrolling on Instagram. Oh, well, so-and-so they, they're on this vacation. They doing this. You're wanting that time. You can't, don't let others, others energy and how they're doing affect what you got going on. Cause you, at the end of the day, you know that, okay, my wife is busy because this, that, and the third, or my girlfriend is busy because she's doing this. So it's, it's definitely an understanding factor that comes into play for sure exactly and like one thing i always tell couples is like you only like only you and the person know your relationship Mm -hmm. and that's exactly true for other relationships like you can see what you think you see on the outside and you're thinking it's perfect and wonderful but they might have problems you have no idea about and so just the same way as like no one really understands what's happening inside of your relationship you can't truly understand what's happening in another relationship exactly and that's and you would think that's self-explanatory, but right, you, right. Hey, <laughs> we yeah. all we all fall into it. Yeah. Now, Ashley, I do have a question. How how does your partner, boyfriend, et cetera, <laughs> et cetera, feel about the long work hours? Um, so because right now we're not married, it's a little bit easier just mm-hmm. because he has his own thing going on. I have my own thing going on. So like, we're not going home together. And like, he's like sitting at home, like twiddling his thumbs, waiting for me to come <laughs> home. But he has expressed, he's been like, you know, when we're married, like, I'm not sure how I feel about these long hours that you work and like how busy you are. So the day is coming where we have to learn balance <laughs> and I'm not excited for that. So <laughs> I know with <laughs> with me, it definitely started in college, just being busy from being in PT school and organizations outside, stuff like that. I We learned how to bring each other in to our environment. So if I was out studying or if I was out doing something organization related. I would always just let her know, send a text, hey, about to go such and such. Or at the end of the day, I would just open up and tell her, hey, so I went through this, went through that (laughs) and this. And her eyes opened up because she didn't even realize that I was going through all of that per se. She just thought it was a regular school day that I was kind of doing what she would do. Yeah. (laughs) No, not even a little bit. So just that communication goes a long way because it brings forth understanding and that's that's the biggest thing yeah so if both of y'all understand y'all's path what you're doing communicating it should be fine so yeah now the next one is probably the most important and that's understanding your partner's love language (laughs) Ashley, what's your love language um, so it's so interesting. Recently, I found so my top used to be physical touch and mm-hmm. words of affirmation. But recently, I have noticed that acts of service have mm. been like, 
meant a lot to me. (laughs) Yeah. And I haven't really noticed that in the past, but like, you know, whenever like Cameron and I are cooking and like he helps me with dishes, I'm just like, oh my gosh, like what is this? (laughs) Like what? So it's it's definitely been it's been a it's been a little bit different, but it's been cool. It's been fun to like have that aspect. I haven't really had that before. So maybe that's why I never realized it was a a need that I had (laughs) because it was never met. But um yeah. So what about you, Alfonso? What are your top love languages? Definitely physical touch, but because McCoy is in Orlando, I would have to say probably words of affirmation. Mm -hmm. Um yeah that's that's a big one. Just just the no. Yeah. Cause again, physical touch. I'm like the physical touch guy. Like you, t- if she just plays in my hair, just a hand, hand over yeah. my hand type of thing is like, all right, I'm cool. You can, <laughs> you can go about your day, do do what you're gonna do. Yeah. So that's mine. Now, knowing yours, do you know your partners, and do you think it's important to know your partner's love language? Yes, I think it's actually one of the most important things that you can do. And I think you talked about. How before you came to live the life, you didn't even know what love languages (laughs) were, which is, I mean, that's very common. Like, I would say probably 50-50. If you meet someone, you ask them what the love language is, it's a Mm -hmm. 50-50% chance they're going to be like, yes or no. But it is something that is honestly something everybody should know about, I think, just because it's something that's so simple, but so impactful. And... um. Not only is it important for you to know your own, Mm -hmm. because knowing your own gives you more insight to what your needs are, and then it helps you communicate those needs to your partner. And something that we always say here at Live the Life is healthy people ask for what they need. And so it's hard to ask for what you need if you don't know what you need. So it's a really good tool to use to help you identify your needs. And then it also helps you understand your partner's needs. So, you know, Cameron, physical touch, words of affirmation, because I know that I can be like, I can love him the way he wants to be loved. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we try and love people the way that we want to be loved. Like I know my mom, her, one of her biggest ones is acts of service. So she'll try and love my dad through acts of service, Mm -hmm. but he's a physical touch guy. So what he needs is a hug and she's trying to make him dinner and do this. And so they're kind of miscommunicating and a lot of couples do that. And so learning your partner's love language is an amazing way to show them i love you i care about you and i want to meet your needs yeah it does ease the frustration because even even on my side at first me me and vakoya are two different people when it comes to just (laughs) mindset and just how i don't want to say mature but i am an older soul on a lot of things so Mm -hmm. my perspective is different from hers but understanding how she likes to be loved Mm -hmm. It made me, it made me put, look at her in a different light, but it's an easier light. Cause all the frustrations that I had, like, okay, what? I don't, she's not appreciating. I don't think she appreciates this. I'm doing it. It's like she wasn't, (laughs) it wasn't like she didn't appreciate it, but that wasn't her love language. So it didn't call out to her as if I thought it would. But Mm -hmm. learning this, spending time, okay, when all else fails, and I'm too busy to just find some type of way to spend time. So, like, for her, mm-hmm. it's, like, even a five-minute phone call in between that's still spending time. You know, she knows that I value the time and I have a lot to do. So, if I'm squeezing her in, it's more so, like, okay, 
Right. You're thinking about me. Yeah. I know I'm a priority. Thank you. Type yeah. of thing. So it definitely eases <laughs> a lot of yeah. tensions. <laughs> a lot of tensions and frustrations. So it's definitely mm-hmm. important to know your partner's love language by far. Probably the number one thing. I always champion it. I talk to my parents all the time about it. Every <laughs> That and the personality. So my parents, yeah. they love it. But yeah. definitely the love language is most important. Mm-hmm. Do you have any more advice for the people, Ashley? Um, I think just as far as someone and like, I think entrepreneur, like it's a great word, but I feel like a lot of people don't see themselves as that as that. But like mm-hmm. whoever is a leader, whoever is, you know, driven, whoever's ambitious, like this is for you, because a lot of the times we don't see the the good parts of rest the good parts of taking time for ourselves slowing down and like even just saying slowing down like i know i need to but saying it i'm like nope (laughs) but like we need to we need to recognize that like we are different Mm -hmm. and trying to change someone to be more like us more driven more ambition it's not going to work. That's probably not how they were hardwired. And you're probably attracted to them because Mm, they're not, not. (laughs) because they balance you out. And so instead of trying to change, whether you're the driven one or whether you're the one that's helping them be balanced, Mm -hmm. don't try to change the other person. I think that was even one of the points in the article. Like, don't try to change them, but not even just because like, Oh, don't try and change them because they're never going to change. But it's a gift yeah. and it's it, if we're in a healthy season hopefully we're we're using it for good but don't try to change just come alongside of us and mm-hmm. encourage us and one of my favorite things to say is you cannot make anyone change i do not care who you are you can't. i don't care what how influential how impactful how empathetic em- empathetic Whatever impact <laughs> you think that you are, you're never going to change someone. And I just offended someone saying that. But as a former person who believed deeply she could change someone, mm-hmm. you cannot change anyone. Only the person can change themselves. Only I can change me. And so once you accept that, that's my biggest thing. If you can accept me as I am, we can move forward. Mm-hmm. Like, and if I need to change, like that's something that the Lord will reveal to me. And you can come alongside of me. You can give me advice, but ultimate, ultimately, that has to be my decision, and that has to be something I recognize. Or else, I'm either going to blame you. I'm going to look at you and be like, "Gosh, I'm not even good enough for you." <laughs> so many things can happen from that. So. I would encourage the person that is listening and thinking, oh my gosh, I have to change someone one way or the other. Just realize that the personality that you have is a gift. And if you're using it in a healthy way, like that's that's something that God gave you. Mm-hmm. And God also gave you the person that you're with. And that's probably someone that's going to balance you out and um they're adding to you and so just just remember that that's that's okay for someone to be different than you doesn't make them bad doesn't make them inferior it just makes them different and that's honestly the probably the most beautiful thing about relationship is having someone else in your life that brings something so different it's obviously also the most aggravating but (laughs) if you can take a step back and see it what it really is Mm -hmm. it is really a beautiful thing that 
that's that's who we attract and who we come together with is someone that can truly make us better because they're so different from us. Opposites do attract mm-hmm. for sure. I know I definitely want to just tell people and it I sound redundant. I feel like every episode I have like a key thing that I say <laughs> and it's really just communication and it it gets slept on so much yeah. even for us sometimes. Yeah. But just communication and overly communication it goes a long way and yeah. it really does help. Just that simple text real quick. Hey, I'm doing this. Cool. Send it out. She knows what you're doing. You know what she's doing. Things of that yeah. nature. Just don't be afraid to talk. Yeah. I tell, tell my fellas that all the time mm-hmm. is like, well, she's, she doesn't know I'm trying to do this, this. Okay. Well, let her know yeah. <laughs> that yeah. you're doing this, this, and this. Absolutely. And it wouldn't be frustrating. It wouldn't yeah. be annoying. And I'm sure there's things that you're doing that's annoying her. Yeah. You just have to communicate that. And problems won't get fixed unless you actually talk. So it doesn't matter how busy you are. If you're, if you got a meeting here, here, and here, simple text, slow down. Yeah. And I'm not saying you're going to be perfect because you're not. It's right. living in this world where you, where you're controlling what you want to do, it's things are going to come up. But it's just that effort and that constant effort, just okay. And once you get do it more and more and more, it becomes a habit, and then it becomes easy. Yeah. And I will say, too, I think another, like, skill from our daily temperature reading, which if you don't know what that is, reach out to us, let us know. It's an awesome skill we do for communication with our couples. But puzzles. Mm, I can't yeah. tell you how many puzzles I <laughs> ask Cameron to do. I'm like, okay, so I see you doing this. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Is that like, am I perceiving this correctly? Like literally, if I have a question, I ask it probably to his detriment. He probably hates it, but I'm just literally all the time. I'm like, are you feeling this way? Mm-hmm. D- did I do this? No, no, no. D- like instead of just like in my mind, assuming and deciding for him what he's thinking, I need to ask the question. And that's, that's one of my favorite things that I do with Cameron. <laughs> Not because it's like, oh, wow, it's so wonderful. It's just, it's a safe place for me to do that. And I've never mm-hmm. had that before. So actually being able to be like, uh, is this happening? Is this, am I thinking this right? And da, 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 da. Like asking the question and being safe to do that is like probably one of my favorite things. For sure. For sure. Well, if that's all you got, that's all I got. Well, one, do we want to open up? Because we did kind of say we entrepreneurs busy life but we didn't really give what we do so actually just share a little bit what you do outside of well with live the life that's huge so (laughs) i mean with my role in live the life i am the director of communications but i've recently started to branch out from that and move a little bit past communications to corporate development and so basically down in south florida i'm helping open or not south florida sorry orlando central florida i'm helping open their office get them started get the ball rolling it's been a super exciting process um and but that's part of where i've been Mm -hmm. like you know being gone all of like last the last four or five months being home like four weekends like that's part of it being Mm -hmm. in orlando helping them you know start up their office and then also there's trainings that are happening all over the country for the stuff that we do and so um whether it's military or opening new offices or doing trainings for our curriculum there's so much outside of the scope of what i usually do Mm -hmm. so that's that's one side of what i've been 
entrepreneurially doing. <laughs> but I also, I do photography on the side. Um, like I said, I did a wedding in Mexico in November. It was awesome. Um, I do love doing it. I have less and less and less time to do it, though, because of all the stuff I do with Live the Life. Um, and then I'm trying to think. I feel like I have like 17 jobs. I know the listener is right now like, okay, that's one. That's two. <laughs> that's three. I used four. to work at my church. <laughs> like I used to I literally be part-time at my church, which that was insane. I don't even know how I did that. Um, but yeah, just like – you know, I I was working at another church doing uh, high school. I was working in the high school youth. I just mm-hmm. had to stop doing that because, again, I'm I'm taking on way more responsibility here at Live the Life, which is amazing and I love it. But yeah, I love to spread myself like this thing. <laughs> super super thin. yeah as thin as I possibly can. Yeah, <laughs> gotta love it. Yeah, and then just a little bit about me. Um communications coordinator here you know recent upgrade (laughs) (laughs) so the responsibilities here and then outside um wow uh (laughs) clothing line way of so so graphic designing i cut the vine i'm pretty much doing everything myself i'm like so surprised too that you're not even wearing your hoodie today that hoodie yesterday fire fire yeah coming soon yeah Yeah. (laughs) but so you got the clothing and then music wise, I'm it's more so of a collective, but B1 Global, we're trying to cultivate everybody's sound is different. It's about six different artists, everybody's sound, and just getting them together, managing them, also trying to get find our own space in this digital world with the NFTs coming mm-hmm. out and trying to be the pioneers of that, getting it early and yeah. not try to be in it on the back end. So constant meetings learning because you have to learn the actual process of all of this stuff so that photography videography as well (laughs) um (laughs) so a little bit of everything really truthfully website design yeah sheesh i know i was talking about you but (laughs) i'm looking at me like i need to slow down for real yeah um so yeah that's just a little bit about what i do on the outside so yeah So thank you for listening, everybody. I hope that you are enjoying these episodes. We're at 32 now. Um, Aim, aim free classes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. If you guys are interested, like we've been talking about communication, communication skills and tools, schools. That's where that came together. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we offer them for free in Florida. If you are anywhere in Florida, um, we can offer a free AIM class for your area, or you can come to one of our offices in Panama City, Tallahassee, Jacksonville, Orlando, or in Fort Lauderdale. That's our South Florida office. Yeah. So if you're anywhere near there, we have a ton of HMI classes that you can go to, um, and they're free for you. So yeah. Gotta love free. So thank you again, and I hope that you are thriving in whatever relationship you have.